0: Vitamin Dice is an actual play RPG podcast made by adults for adults. Things can get pretty rowdy around this year game table, and it is not appropriate content for children. Content warnings can be found in the episode descriptions. Welcome back to A New World for Season 2. I will be your dungeon master on this day. My name is Valandal Man, and I am joined by...
1: Hello again! I am Caden Wise, excited to return as Kyol Zualti and Unikai Zualti.
2: I am Josh, and much to my pleasure, I am returning as Alik Stone Seeker, your favorite dwarf ranger.
3: Hello! My name is Connor Mann, and I'm playing Elsie Wayward. Hello, I'm
4: Frankie, and I will be playing your favorite shit starter, Fast.
5: You're <laughs> true. true.
4: <laughs> uh, and hi, I'm Phoenix Ashlyn, and I'm very
5: excited to be back as Dr. Belmore. We're back! We're back, guys! we to
3: form! All right, who wants a recap? I would love a recap. I would love yeah. to hear a recap.
5: Yeah, please tell me the recap.
0: What campaign is this? This is a <laughs> new world. I said it at the top. For all of human history, we have lived on Grokvale. Over 3,000 kilometers across, it is a huge landmass. We thought it was the only such landmass, but we were wrong. Last year, a man named Ernest Donovan set off trying to find a sea route from Haveral in the west, to Fotage in the east. His theory? If the world is round, then if he goes west far enough, he'll end up back east. But when he returned, he had not found Fotage. Instead, he claimed, he had found something else entirely. A new world. One that could be just as big as our own, and full of new and exotic things. A ruler named Lord Calder III organized an expedition-led by Captain Morgan Madrigal to explore this new world. Joined by specialists such as Stone Stoneseeker, the cartographer, Alistair Belmore, an arcanist, Elsie Wayward, the naturalist and holy person, and guarded by trained fighters Bast Botros and a mercenary known as the Stranger, Madrigal voyaged across the sea to this new world. While on this voyage, the expedition met a disturbing sight, the corpses of dead sailors risen in undeath out of the sea to attack them. This along with a dangerous aberration called an Aboleth preface a being called Impesca that has become aware of this group. After arriving in the New World, the party meets some scouts of a group of native peoples called the Uthmela. In a formal meeting with an envoy of the Uthmela's leader, the stranger hears about some invading outsiders armed with strange weapons. With the permission of the native people, the stranger and a group of the specialists, Halig, Belmore, Bast, and Elsie, go to investigate these outsiders. After reaching the Uthmela town of Aurangzab, the outsiders attack and their leader has a power to seemingly banish our heroes. Once they've all been banished, our party of adventurers wake up in a new plane. The stranger reveals that his name is Kyol Zualti. He is one of the Gith, of whom his father Ziol, the one who attacked them, is the leader. Ziol killed his wife Unakai and destroyed his home, the Zan Monastery. They are then made to watch as Keol battles in Illithid as a trial for his crimes. When he wins, Ziol makes Kyol choose between subjugation or death, Kiel dies, and they reawaken, apparently in some sort of time loop. The party spends the loops looking for a way out, learning more about Kiel's backstory along the way. Then they find Kiel's father figure, Heru, and they learn that the best way forward is for Keel to challenge Zeol to a duel. An ancient Gith tradition called Anki Durai, using his newly learned artificing skills Kyo creates a new metal body for the soul of his wife Unikai, who has been with him so far. During the duel, Zeol tries to kill Unikai again in the same way as he did before. This causes Elsie to violate the terms of the duel by attacking Zeol with a harmful spell. Released from the duel, Zeol goes on a rampage. They were able to bring him down, but not before he kills Tasekai, Kyo's mother figure. Kyo reunites with what is left of his family, but decides he cannot retire yet, and begins helping his new companions to get back to their home. So, that brings us to now. There is going to be one week between the day that everybody killed Zeol and the day that everybody gets back into Niasar. And so essentially, the week is everybody figuring out how to get back to Niasar because initially you had been teleported here by Zeol and you're not exactly sure how he did it and don't have the option to ask. So there's one week that you have to recuperate physically and mentally, and I wanted to get a scene with each of the characters.
3: There were some people, uh, plenty of people who had gotten injured in this whole ordeal. So Elsie set up a one of the rooms in the monastery. There probably already is one that's like a a clinic of some kind.
1: Uh, Yes, although probably not as good as it once was, since everything got ransacked. But some of the basic, like the room structure and the
0: and a lot Mm -hmm. of the furniture is still there. But the specific materials or healing implements uh, are probably probably one of the first things to go.
1: First things they got picked pick, loot. Okay.
0: But there's enough remaining that it's still a mm-hmm. better spot than any to uh, set up like a makeshift infirmary.
3: Exactly. There are medical tools and vials of alchemical ingredients scattered across the large table in the center of the room. I have a serious expression on my face as I select plants from my healer's kit. I bring the bundle of herbs to the end of the table and drop them into a large mortar and pestle. And I freeze for a moment with my hand hovering in the air. It's shaking badly, and in a flash of anger, I grab it with my other hand and hold it tightly. I sigh heavily, then pour a small vial of green liquid into the mortar and mash it into paste. I scoop the paste into a bowl and bring it to my patient, Teola. I begin to apply the salve to her wounds.
0: Um, thank you, Elsie. Uh, very nice of you. Um, Teola has, uh, spoken very highly of you he he told me that when he first met you he was struck by how small and potentially useless you might be but uh, but he told me that you are a very powerful spellcaster i am so uh, i do not mean to be rude but uh do these wounds not merit any magic or what
3: i, I could have used magic i just need to save my strength
0: okay yeah fair enough I don't mean to
3: seem ungrateful. I very much am. You're going to need to change your bandages in about 6 hours.
0: Okay. I can probably take care of that myself.
3: <sighs>
0: Are you handling everyone okay? Yeah. Okay.
3: I smile, but it's forced, and I go back to the other room.
1: I have a idea of what Unakai and Kiel has because you've been you said that we've been trying to figure out how to get back home. Yeah. Part of the lore that I wrote for Zan Hakaren was that there was at one point a sort of permanent teleportation circle that was built in place, though most likely over time and through no small amount of sabotage, it's been broken or something, Unakai and I will be working to repair the teleportation circle, and there's masonry workshop to rebuild like stonework, and there's many people working on the arcane carvings so that the ritual can actually take Keol has taken a great amount of pleasure in speaking with his son and with his sister, uh, especially his sister. And there are many times where the three of them are just sort of talking and just swapping stories and getting each other's life life details down. Uh, and also Unikai uh, has gotten to know. Teola very well. The two of them work pretty handily together to kind of uh, heal some relations between uh, the uh, Zueltis and those of the Soldats because there is a bit of bad blood going around. And I suppose during one part of the day, Kiel would knock on the door of Elsie's clinic Elsie? Yes. Are you busy?
3: Well, yeah, sort of.
1: I can come back later if you if you wish.
3: I well, I can make time I can make time for you.
1: And I'll be brief. I just wanted to check up on you. And uh, would be we be alone at this time or do you have a patient, would you think?
3: Um, so I imagine it's sort of two rooms. Okay. Where one room is like where I keep my supplies and stuff, and then there's like a curtain,
1: and then there's a smaller room where the patient stays. Um so we're speaking privately right now. yes, I just wanted to see how you're doing if you require anything and uh I suppose ask uh, how are uh, how are you what is the word Unakai used uh coping I feel fine. I'm make an inside check <laughs> I'm not great at this actually I'm not terrible either 19 oh my god oh, oh no. ho- ho. <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen deception to my nineteen insight. Uh yeah. So Elsie is not okay. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to see if Keol would notice. So Keol notices this, but Keol's expression is always one of just a singular deadpan. You can't really see mm-hmm. too much emotion across his face. Though I suppose in this He might as, know, as well be wearing a mask. mask. Though I suppose in this instance you do see a little bit of softness around his eyes as he has been with family for some time and it that softness gets a little bit deeper as he looks at you and he sort of just gently rests one hand on your shoulder and gives it a sm- small pat and removes the hand just know that when we depart from limbo whatever path you wish to take whatever it is you wish to do to either fix what has happened or journey down another route unakai and i will be there with you nothing is wrong with me very well very well If you require nothing else, Unakai and I will be in the workshop. You know how to reach us. Thanks.
5: For Belmore's scene, he knows Mm -hmm. that Keol and Unakai would be working on getting them home because, you know, Keol managed to get out of here once. He can probably Mm -hmm. do it again. So he's assuming Keol's just going to get them out of there this time. So he is going to kind of be spending a lot of time on his lonesome, you know, not really interacting with a whole lot of people mostly sticking to his books and inside of his lantern. A couple of days in, after his conversation with Elsie, he could tell from the moment it happened what happened because he's very intimately aware with what went on with that. So after his conversation with Elsie, he's kind of had a lot of time to think. And he's kind of decided in this weird, sort of messed up way He doesn't want to go back to what Elsie is dealing with for himself. I see. And so he has been studying and working in his lantern and spending all of his time on his own. And a couple of days after his conversation with Elsie, when he comes out of his lantern to probably eat meals with everyone else because probably have a group meal every couple of days as like a camaraderie thing. Yeah. When he comes out for dinner a couple of days after, he has never looked happier he has this big <laughs> smile on his face and his eyes are like bright and he's excited it's kind of alarming to see because he's not like that
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say is it bad that that makes me nervous and
5: as soon as soon as he sits down to sh- to like eat with everyone he raises one of like he raises his lantern and goes I just learned how to do something that I've never been able to do before. And it's the most beautiful thing on the planet. And slowly, this is the greatest for him. He's very excited. Oh no. He casts light and his lantern starts to glow. Not with the colors that signify that Agrodax is coming. It's glowing just this soft, warm, orangey light. And he looks so excited about it. Uh. almost a little too excited
0: yeah like i can see emotionally why belmore is so excited about this and Uh. then for everybody else
1: he's like look my lantern lights up it's
5: like that's very nice for you belmore
1: So, are you doing this at like a dinner with yeah, everybody at, around? Yeah, like a dinner
5: table.
3: Yeah, we're at like the cafeteria table. Yeah,
5: yeah, around a table yeah, because I everyone is image. there, and he wanted to show off, and so he holds up his lantern and it starts to glow.
1: Keola and Unakai just sort of just sort of turn and look at each other, and they just sort of slowly start clapping. Well done, <laughs> well more. Thank you for
5: thank you thank you.
1: Yes, well done, Alistair. This is a thank you. I I just great accomplishment. I've never.
5: I've, never been able to do that before and really? it's big for me
1: is there a particular reason for that
5: um maybe dinner isn't really the best place to talk about it but i wanted to show you guys what i could do
1: very well well done
0: tio is having dinner nearby and she says do they not have uh, tinder boxes <laughs> <laughs> or candles in the material plane
5: all right now i can tell that everyone is making fun of me <laughs>
0: No, I, I don't think they are, yeah. but I
1: am.
5: <laughs> At least I can expect consistency from you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a great accomplishment for you, Belmore. I can obviously see you are. You take great pride in it. It is just a little, if I'm being completely honest, uh, what is the term, dear? Underwhelming.
3: underwhelming.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, underwhelming.
0: <laughs> Everybody says it. Uh-huh.
5: Despite everyone making fun of him, he's still smiling. Normally yeah, he gets like say. all like, oh... I see, when people make fun of him, but now he's, like, ready to shoot the shit. He's, like, excited and happy to, like, start teasing back.
3: I'm just glad you're happy.
1: Indeed. This is Doctor a big is. turnaround
0: moment for him. Who is this new happy yeah, who What it the fuck is, is, is going on here?
1: It is a little unnerving, but, uh, welcome. Nonetheless. Right? Am I getting that right?
5: Thank you guys for being willing to humor me. And he sets his lantern down, and it stops glowing, and then he starts eating, like I am about to do. I am about to start eating. <laughs>
0: Great. That Uh Josh.
2: So I would say Alig has summoned Gibby next to the fire and he's alternating between bites of, I'll say what, we were having stew or something. He's taking like bites of stew to him and then alternating the fork to Gibby and back and forth. And I'd say he's shooting the shit with him and asking him questions about this strange plane. But this is all in draconic. Okay. Did uh your father, did you von Ziend ever ever uh, mention anything of this strange land called Limbo? I don't like it very much. Something's offsetting about it.
0: I think that he mentioned that he studied abroad here for a couple hundred years or so.
2: Couple hundred? Christ. I've been here a week or so and I can't stand anymore. Your father had the patience of a monk.
0: Yes, well, for him it didn't seem nearly as long.
2: That That is true, I suppose. That is very true.
0: Hmm. He never told me much about it, but I, uh, Jumped into that memories while I was, um... I was looking after that... You you mentioned once that you... Wanted to know if Yvonne Zind had ever come to Nyasar?
2: Yes. And you said you were going to probe his memories, if I recall correctly.
0: I... I did. Have
2: you you found anything or are you still searching? My little reptile friend.
0: Well, um... Both, actually. I am still searching. But I do know that... He was. He has been here.
2: Fascinating. Is this where you're from? Because I know for sure shit there's nothing like you in Grockvale.
0: I have seen some memories that could be interpreted as clues that I might be from here. I'm certainly investigating the possibility.
2: Fascinating.
0: I think it's more likely that than I'm just one of a kind from Grokvale.
2: That could be magic does many things as we have discovered and Aleg looks looked down his pants to look at his glowing testicle
0: and snickers oh <laughs> indeed I had blissfully
5: removed Christ. that
1: from my memory you guys I, forgot about that fake fans uh, <laughs> purposefully yes
3: the Feywilds does many uh, things.
1: Oh, that's correct. Damn. That also was a detail I had expunged. You <laughs> <laughs> got that in the Feywild. But then
2: I would say Aleg
1: is still talking in Draconic
2: to Gibby about... Elsie, because I would say a is he is a perceptive man. Right. So he, he does notice a definite demeanor change in the halfling. So I would say he's a, What do you make of Elsie? She appears to have uh, made a uh, change in her emotions.
0: Yes, well, that young Gith, he, he seemed very terrified when he learned that Elsie had violated an on durai
2: Yes, but I'm, I'm talking specifically about Elsie. She seems... different. I can't quite place it, but something's different.
0: Yeah, she's a holy person. I'm sure she's superstitious, and seeing somebody with some sort of spiritual fear like that probably just really got to her, you know?
2: Ah, best not read too deep into it. The truth always comes out, as we know.
3: Ah, it does. Yeah, it's probably nothing.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> Most, Almost certainly. Must have been the wind.
2: Must, uh, must have been the wind. Who's <laughs> <laughs> must,
3: must be in my imagination. <laughs> and hearing things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I need to get LASIK eye surgery. <laughs> <laughs> ba-da, ba-da. What
5: the fuck is a LASIK?
3: Sponsored by LASIK. They N- do surgeries on eyes? Enemy lines.
0: <laughs> a LASIK is a person who's too sick to get out of bed. I,
3: am uh, I thought that was a
2: leper.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the synonyms. Uh, LASIK. <laughs> all right. Good scene. Good scene. And then we'll end... What about Bast? With Bast. Bast is last. Bast is last.
4: Bast is Bast, last. but least least.
0: Least doesn't rhyme with Bast. Only last.
4: No. Outside of the scene, Bast has made it pretty clear to the group that she... Wanted to be left alone for a little while. Hmm. Right after all the things with Keel's fight and all that, mm-hmm. she starts writing letters to Madrigal. But when she writes these letters, she uses her special quill. I don't know if you guys remember.
3: Of course. Hearing oh, yeah. those scenes. I remember.
4: So in her first letter, she just writes, <laughs> Hey, uh, You've probably noticed we were, we're still gone (laughs) and haven't checked back in. We were teleported into another dimension and now we're stuck here. And she basically just tells Madrigal what's going on and what happened and catches her up to date. Mm -hmm. And I think the next day she hears back from Madrigal.
0: Okay, so... You spent a day traveling to Aurangzab. Mm-hmm. Then you spent the night... In the middle of that night. While you've been in limbo... In a time loop in another dimension. In the completed loop that, to your estimation, should be time continuing forward. You spent one day in the cave. So that's two days mm-hmm. since you left. And then that night is this night. So on the third day, right, is when Bast's writing this letter?
4: Uh, yeah, sure.
0: So you're expecting that if somebody had been experiencing time at the same rate as you, it would have been three days with no check-in. It might have been polite after the first night or the second night to uh, just at least check in, like, what's going on. Yeah. But when Madrigal writes back the first time, she says, Yeah, I was considering correspondence much earlier than two weeks after you've left. (laughs)
4: Two weeks? Oh, shit. Well.
0: The tone of this uh, first letter back from (laughs) Madrigal is uh, upset, um, sort of frustrated, and uh, definitely inquiring uh, as to where you are and what has happened to you.
4: Uh, So Bast writes back, and she's like, Two weeks? I'm sorry, my captain. I... For us, it's only been three days. Uh, We're trying to figure out how to get back, but we're still figuring that out. And then she asks about Irva and if she's heard anything from her.
0: In Magical's next reply, she says, Only three days, huh? That's fascinating. This letter took uh, quite a while to get here as well. I have heard some things from Irva. When you went off with the stranger's party and I told you to start looking for the tome, I informed Irva of this, and, uh, I don't know what the deal with the other plane is, but I did inform her that I hadn't heard from you in three weeks, so she was a bit worried. Um, hopefully you can get back to this dimension soon, and I would really appreciate it if you would come and talk to me in person.
3: Working
1: on and it. You and me both, Magical. We are working on it as fast as we can. We're in <laughs> trouble. Do not rush us.
4: <laughs> um, Bass wow. responds and she says Tell Irva not to worry about me. My illness has not taken me yet. Let me know if there's been any updates on the tome. I will be back as soon as I can. And then she says, Signing off for now, Bast.
1: Alright. Uh in that case you do not receive a letter after that. Unikai comes running into each one of your rooms and goes, guys, guys, I have exciting news. Follow me. And doesn't elaborate further and just runs past each of your rooms pretty much saying the same things and then leads you to where the teleportation circle is at the bottom of the big tower and is like waiting excitedly at the front door doing a sort of like, Ali and I call it uh Penguining. <laughs> so it's basically when you take both arms at your side and just sort of pat them at your legs simultaneously, oh, yeah, like yeah, a penguin. Yeah. Oh yeah. We do it all the time. She's just sort of doing that in front of the door. And Keold is standing, arms crossed, very calm and stoic, and just waiting for all of you to come up. And Tiola is standing there too, but she's really bored. <laughs> Guess what?
5: It's finished. Well, it's finished.
1: You ready to see? Turns around and pushes open the two big double doors You've seen it before where it was just covered in rubble and destroyed beams. It's now like a beautiful, almost cathedral-like space about six beams that go up and curve almost like an egg shape the entire place is covered in not just gith writing but also draconic and elvish and other little pieces of arcane inscription the rest of like the artificer group that was helping out with its construction are sort of standing around in a semicircle as well as the rest of the tribe bidding us goodbye teola and deor and one other person will be joining us because I think t- teleportation circles can only take about nine people. Okay. I think. Unless they could take more. I'm not sure.
0: Uh, th- I That seems like an odd rule, but sure, let's enforce it.
1: I think it's just the teleportation spell can only take nine. I think teleportation circle just lasts for a little bit. And however many people can go through, that's... No, nine at a time. Nine at a time? Yeah. All right. Very well.
0: Has to be a single digit. All right, cool. At the start of the third day, it was two weeks. So uh, essentially, 24 hours in limbo seems to be about a week uh-huh. in nice arc. at the end of this week when you do get back it's been about two months
3: since you first set out wait what oh <laughs> okay yeah yeah so you yeah. first set out
1: my goodness
4: so shit when we come back is there like a little village
1: yeah they're gonna I mean, be quite set way, up probably. by the time we get back
0: well when you come back you are in arangzab right where you left and the town is a bunch of blackened wooden beams and just a thick layer of white
3: ash. Oh, no. That's not good. Hopefully everyone made it out.
2: I just hope the native population doesn't blame us for uh, this. And he sort of points around at the ashes. You're not wrong.
1: I would like to see if there are any survivors. Perhaps we Zwaltis might be able to help rebuild this town and share in the location.
3: Was this where Sheriff Iberia was? Indeed. Yep. Maybe she survived. Let us hope.
4: We should probably go looking for everyone. Uh, good luck finding survivors. It's been two months.
3: I'm
1: sorry, what?
4: Two months?
1: What are you talking about? Two months?
3: Since we left, it was two weeks since we... Since we... Since you what? Since we got teleported to Limbo. No. It wasn't two months no. since we got teleported to Limbo.
4: No, it's it's been two weeks for us, but for everybody in this plane, it's been two months.
3: Time has we been moving faster outside two months of ago. Limbo. I'm pretty sure that's not
1: what Vlandal said. Well, V. Vlandal, can confirm, v v it confirm yeah, he or deny? two months by the time we get back. Well, V. can confirm or deny.
2: Wait, no, he said two months since we left.
1: Well, let him speak for one Rockville, moment yeah. so he can confirm.
0: Since you set off from the settlement where... Madrigal's crew is. It has been two months.
1: So what do we feel like time has gone by?
0: The timeline that the party has experienced has been nine days since you left Madrigal's settlement Mm -hmm. and eight days since you left Arangzab.
2: Ayla goes, fuck, I gotta get back to drawing maps. Oh, fuck. And he hurriedly heads back off in the direction of where the beach camp was.
4: Wait. uh, (laughs) He runs off like, you won't get me yet, Tobias.
2: Yeah, he's like, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, wait, <laughs> The camera pans past him to a close-up on Beth's letter where it says, P.S. I've hired Tobias.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> I, w- I will kill that rotten bastard if I see oh, him.
0: No. I'm not going to do yeah, that yet. That's funny as hell. Uh, yes. well, if, we do a quick, so... if
1: we do a quick investigation of the surrounding areas, which I say quick, it might take a little bit of time, can we see if there's any survivors or any sign of life here in the remnants of this ghost town?
0: Yeah, yeah. Do an investigation check. Very well. If, if anybody's proficient in investigation,
3: they can help Kiel uh, with can this. You... Belmore, I'm sure, is, is yeah, uh, proficient in investigation, uh, yeah. Belmore is...
4: I think maybe Bass goes after A-Leg.
1: That's probably for the best. Actually, I think you two out of the group will probably be best to go back to camp.
0: Whenever we have advantage because of help, what I want to do is each person rolls a die and you take the better of those two.
1: Oh, that's cool.
5: You have access to the die
1: for me, V. All right. So right. Belmore's I've gotten a 17.
0: I rolled a 19. Okay. On the dice. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I didn't put your modifier in. I, I didn't look at what it was. My
5: modifier was plus seven, if that helps at all.
3: Yeah, let's use Belmore's modifier. That does. He's better, he better than Keogh.
1: By one. <laughs>
3: I won. Bel- Belmore is the number one investigator, though. That's, That's it's, part it's, it's of why official. I'm here.
1: Very well, I have been <laughs> rendered <official>. obsolete. <laughs> I could just leave then. But I, you're I, the number I one. I feel like
0: no, you're the number one helper. Belmore <laughs> would would like help in a way where he's like, I'm I'm just like I just do it instead of you, <laughs> Well, like not revealing that like I'm I'm I've already se- figured, I've already figured, figured it out. out I'm secretly just <laughs> oh, leading <okay>. this investigation. <laughs>
5: Yeah, that sounds about accurate.
1: <laughs> Just gently guiding there, like, him through this.
5: Like, waiting for him to get to the solution. Like, instead ah, of
1: being I like, see.
0: oh, I smell this thing over here, being like, I feel like I smell something, Keel. I think Keel's like,
1: ah, oh, yes. Indeed. I smell it over here.
3: It's like w- when you've played a video game and you're helping your friend. That's literally oh, what yeah. I did when we were playing Kingdom yeah. Hearts.
5: That's, I was yeah. like, how about you go into this one? And you would do it. I and you'd be like, oh, I shit. Did
3: that w- I did that with Duncan when we played Dark Souls. Like,
0: instead of being like, ah, there's a thing over there, being like, hmm, hey, Kirill, do you
3: think we should look I over there? I wonder there's something... Yeah, uh, yeah, like, I wonder if there's... Excellent
1: yeah. idea, Belmore. Let us look this way.
3: <laughs> Glad I could help. It, it does take a little bit, but you, you
0: mm-hmm. pick through it, and you are able to find some evidence that people got out of here. For example... Okay. In the area where you know the Loremaster's place is... Oh...
1: My boy.
0: There's ash in patterns that ch- suggest that many of the books were taken and not burned.
1: Oh, good. <sighs> oh, this is both Belmore and Keol <laughs> give <laughs> massive sighs <size> of relief.
0: <laughs> yeah, like <sighs> it's it's hard for me to think Nervous. exactly what those clues would be, but you find things like that mm-hmm. that suggests that like people got out of this area before everything burned.
1: Well, yay. <laughs> Hopefully we will find them. I hope nobody comes back and thinks that, you know, we are going to be conquering things.
5: With how we look, I don't think anybody could think that we were looters or conquerors. Do, have you seen us?
1: I mean, have you seen my sister?
5: Yes. Yes, I have. Visual gag. She made fun of me at dinner.
1: Indeed. I mean, Listen, I will do. make <laughs> no disillusions that the get are strange looking. Why do you think I covered myself in a mask and wraps? It's because I'm. You want
5: to keep wearing that until we're out of here then? That's up to you.
0: No. Githa simply the most good looking of all humanoids.
1: Indeed, we are gorgeous, but it is your prime prime primaterial standards that hold you back from true beauty.
3: Indeed.
4: Why are you accusing me of that?
1: Oh, I'm not. And our
4: weird noses.
1: And our. Well, we don't actually have noses. I'm I'm (laughs)
3: keeping my nose. Thank you.
4: Thank you.
1: (laughs) Life is better without. Noses are completely
0: unnecessary.
1: Indeed, they get in the way.
5: Need, be, all
0: they do is I get I need broken. mine to
5: keep my glasses on my face. Yes. But thank True. you.
0: Well, I'll get have perfect sight. So indeed,
5: we do. <laughs> I,
3: we do not need glasses. I guess my life would be better if I couldn't smell a leg. <laughs> indeed,
5: <laughs> I cannot believe that you that you people are just built different.
3: We are in fact built
0: different.
1: I am in fact built very different.
5: Yes, you are. Well you're, you're literally we don't built. Don't even
0: get different. started on on <laughs> Robert. just like holds out her hand for a fist bump.
1: Dink. And she goes like ow <laughs> Yeah. She's
4: like fucking that hurt. I feel very was, awkward now I'm gonna go was outside. A knuckle.
1: That was a knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you do next? Very well. Well, keep an eye out, Teola, for uh, anybody who wants to just try and be diplomatic as best you can.
0: Did you want me to keep any guards on this side or just on my side?
1: Maybe both. If, if we have any men to spare, maybe not so many here to give the effect that we are not here amassing an army. We are just here establishing an outpost. Hmm.
0: One, one person here at a time. Prob- if they see anything, they immediately go to the portal to tell yes. everyone.
1: Yes, that is probably for the best.
0: They are not meant to stop anyone from going in. They see, well, they go.
4: I would, I mean, I'm not here, but I would say maybe two people.
0: Maybe. I will see what I can do. Mm-hmm. I do not have that many.
1: Yes, there are not that many of, uh, people left, especially not to keep uh, Zanakaran safe. But whatever you can do, I trust you, Teola, to do what you can.
0: I will oversee it then.
1: Very well. And he gives his sister a handshake. Predator. Yeah. Full on Beastmasters. <laughs> they, they did it in the season one. so. Yep. And then Unikai just gently gives Teola a hug, careful not to crush her. She just kind of awkwardly
0: pats her back a little bit.
1: Tink, 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 tink. All right. Well, I'll see you later. Now we should probably get back as soon as possible.
5: Yes, we should probably go find Aleg and Bast and go see what Elsie's up to. Unless Elsie followed us.
1: Elsie is right here.
5: Look, I was I was paying attention to the books <laughs> that are not here anymore. I don't know what's going on.
3: I just poke my head out from behind uh, Keel's legs. <laughs>
4: oh. Hi, Elsie.
3: Um, Alright. Okay. Goodbye, non <laughs> uh,
0: Goodbye. Bast and Aleg. I, you are on your way back to the settlement yes. when, what are your passive perception checks? Mine
2: is a 17. I would say Gibby mm. was summoned as well and his is a 15 as well.
0: Okay. Nice, nice. Gibby and Bast don't notice anything, Ailig, but you, as you're heading back, notice the sound of another set of footsteps got added at some point while you were moving.
2: So I would say a once he finally, like... So you know like how there's a certain point in the human mind where you notice something, you get suspicious of it, and then it's like, oh no, that's definitely another set of footsteps? Yeah. So I would say between then he slows down, trying to confirm, continues walking, but once he realizes, oh no, that's definitely another set of footsteps, he stops instantly, and how far is Bast
0: behind him? I don't know. Up to Bast. How far uh, were you trailing behind?
4: Probably not very...
2: He's gonna, like, hold up his hand, like, in that L-shape, and then ball his hand in, like, a fist, like, that stereotypical stop.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I know it.
4: Bast would understand that.
2: And then he's going to cast Invisibility on himself.
0: So, like if you go to cast a spell... Yes. ...instead, roll Initiative.
3: Oh! Initiative! <laughs> oh, my God, they're on the map! Oh, my God! A nine. Glibbin! Whoa, look at that. Nice, dice.
4: Fancy. Uh, 15. I need to
3: do that. So,
0: in fact, Eilig, you do go first. Would you still like to cast invisibility?
2: Yes, I will cast invisibility. Okay. And I will draw my bow.
0: Draw my bow. Um, so you can draw your bow as part of an attack action these days.
2: Oh, as part? It's not another whole action. No. Thing. Yeah,
3: so it's not it's no, no yes. part of your action economy All right, to so do that. so
2: I am going to cast invisibility, and then I'm going to move off
0: into the bushes. Okay. Bonus action, you can command Gibby. Do you want Gibby to do something?
2: I'm going to tell Gibby to
0: move
2: over there, but this will be via telepathy, so to not give away my position.
0: Okay. Great. Then, Bast, it is your turn. And
2: you just saw fucking Aleg just vanish
4: uh-huh. at <sighs> and he was like... <laughs> <laughs> and then, I don't boof. know if Bess knows what's going on.
0: Probably That's not. That's true.
1: Yeah. She's you probably like, he, he told only... me to
4: stop, and then he fucking turned invisible.
1: <laughs> and he fucking vanished. She's like,
4: what's going on? How terrifying.
2: To defend myself.
3: <laughs> what a dick.
2: Because aleg right now is like fucking terrified after the events of what just happened in Limbo. And it's just, that no, so, I need to get back. So, so kind of just went like, oh shit, another footsteps, I'm gone. Fuck he's it. having Ooh, PTSD. Yeah,
3: he's, just trying to, he's just trying to protect himself. They're in the trees. <laughs> I also like to imagine... You
0: know when you're, like, standing there, and then you sort of do that thing where you, like, crouch and try to get, like, to running instantly?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine that
0: Alec like did that, like, and was, like, mid that movement while he turns invisible. And then there's just, like, a big, like, hole in the bush as if he just, like, something got thrown into it. <laughs>
4: It's and she's just standing there that's like, amazing.
3: what the fuck? <laughs> what <laughs> just happened?
4: She's like, whoa. Okay,
3: what do you do, best?
4: I guess she's like, okay, well, clearly he heard something that I didn't fucking hear. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna pull her copage just as a readying thing because she doesn't know what the fuck's guess, going I on.
3: Fr- I guess that's technically a free yeah, action, so no action economy mm-hmm. then. Yeah,
4: and she's just gonna awkwardly like. Look around.
0: Yeah, that the search action is is one. Yeah, she'll have to actively search to find it. It sounds like that's what you want to do. Okay, cool.
4: Yeah.
0: So I will use perception checks in this case where it's like something that you didn't get with passive perception. If you're actively doing it in combat, it can be perception. So
3: let's do a perception check. Try trying to perceive better than your passive Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nope.
0: (laughs) You want to look not, around, not with but part of you is so distracted by Aelig turning invisible and, and jumping into the bush that you you don't have the focus to really look around properly and Damn you it. Like, are still confused about what's going on. You didn't see anything. Okay. And you have two actions.
3: So, well, that was, that was one. one. Maybe you just have to prepare.
0: Yeah. You could say like,
3: if I see, if I see somebody Pre- come, I, I'll attack yeah. them.
4: Is Echoing an action?
3: I think it might be a bonus that action. Might, it might be a bonus action, yeah.
4: So I'm going to put my mask on and uh, echo, and then my echo and I.
1: Isn't that the whole thing about the shadow is that it's a duplicate of you? Yeah.
4: It's Yeah, it looks just like me. It's just gray.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So just make the
3: pic- or it picture gray. Bl- I think it can be blue, maybe. Or blue. That's true.
4: Nah, I think it's just a vast that's devoid of color.
3: Yeah. Is it black and white, or is it just like a silhouette?
4: That's actually a really good question.
3: Or is it like a glowing white
1: ghost? I guess that's up to you, Frank's.
4: I kind of yeah. like the idea of it just being a silhouette. I think that's,
1: that's kinda like cool. kind of spooky, like Peter like Pan Van- shadow, yeah. like a Vanta black entity of some sort. Yeah.
0: And where do you want it? it can be anywhere just within fifteen feet of you. Want it on a particular side?
4: To my your left.
0: To like Orlando. So if you're facing down to the to the bottom right. left. Your, your echo's on your right?
4: Yes, right there. Perfect. So me and my echo are going to look.
3: <laughs>
4: it sounds cool, but if you picture it, it's really, really awkward and funny. My echo and I are going to look at each other <laughs> and back away from each other into the bushes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Okay.
4: And that's my turn because I don't know what's going on.
1: Right.
0: So what this person is going to do is come over here and then make a quick attack roll. Uh oh.
4: Come over where? I don't see nothing. Uh,
0: that's sort of the point. But oh. does a 13 hit your echo?
4: Oh god, I don't even remember. Uh, um, looks like it's echo. A, a
0: AC is 14 plus your proficiency, so that would be 17. Damn. Okay, then no. Yeah, that's pretty good. That is good. Right behind your echo, there is something.
4: Can I make an opportunity attack?
0: In D&D, it's only when
3: something leaves your reach that you'll be able to do that.
4: Oh, okay. Um,
3: you need a feat for it. Uh, the sentinel feat, I think, lets you do that. Having trouble with the grid, Borda? Uh No, I just made it.
0: So that's the end of their turn. So it's Alex's turn now.
2: Can I use my perception to see if I can find out where it is because I'm sure like I just heard the bushes rattle try to like hit a bass echo so can I try to like locate where that came from
0: yeah yeah you can try to locate where
3: the creature is Uh, since Um,
0: you sort of perceived it already with your passive perception go ahead and make a perception check but with advantage
3: so you you should be able to use the advantage
0: button yes 23 okay yeah I'm gonna go ahead and just reveal it on the map now because I think both of you know where it is. So there's a person, there's a person over here, a humanoid that just attacked Bast's Echo. All right, uh, that was one of your options.
2: Does invisibility end if I talk?
0: No, but it's do easier I, to find I, out where you are.
2: Do I? All right, do I recognize this person as uh, Uthmelo?
0: Actually. Your perception is high enough that this is clearly another native person to Nyasar. You're perceptive enough to realize that the symbols and like stylings and sort of apparel is different enough from all of the themes and patterns among the, the Uthmela. Yeah. That you actually believe that this is a native that is not of the Uthmela.
2: Interesting. I am going to use thaumaturgy.
0: Okay. Thaumaturgy.
2: And then, well, before I go through this, Thaumaturgy, the voice pretty much comes from everywhere, right? Not specifically me. Let me read.
0: No, I don't think that's specified. I just know it can make your voice up to three times as loud. I
2: see. So, no, I'm not going to use Thaumaturgy. You can't
3: throw your voice?
2: Yeah. I'm not going to use Thaumaturgy,
3: though. I don't think so. Uh, I I feel like there is a spell that yeah, can do that. Yeah, I felt that. like there was. Oh, do you have Minor Illusion? No, I don't. Dang it. I feel like that could do it. Mm, yeah, minor illusion could do it. It wouldn't make it any louder. And but. A, 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 just an illusory sound. Yeah. All
2: right. Right now, so. I am going to bonus action command Gibby to cast Witch Bolt, because the native is oh, it's thirty five. Oh Never God, mind. Nice. Never mind. It's thirty five. It's within thirty. You sure? Pretty sure.
0: In combat, it shares your initiative count and takes a turn. Media if yours, it can move oh, and no, use so it's, its reaction on its own. But the only action it takes is the dodge action. Unless okay, so that would mean Gibby. Always gets an action after uh, Alex' action, and if you use oh, a bonus action to command it, it can do a second action. But and it always gets a reaction. Oh,
2: oh, I see. Because it can right. move so, on its own,
0: so so that's like a move action. So but in you, this case, it if be you, you
3: yeah, all right. So if you use a bonus action, you can make it do an action on your turn, and then after your turn, Gibby will do an action. Yeah. That's how we're going to do it.
2: So I'm going to attempt to attack the native once. And because it is behind Bath's Echo, I'm assuming it is counted as partial cover.
0: It's standing like right behind the Echo. So I'm going to say three quarters cover. All right. Dang.
2: So I am going to attempt to attack it nonetheless. Okay. I'm going to also spend a precision attack. So a superiority
3: oh. die. Okay. Yeah, that's probably... Oh, good use of it. Got actions. There you are. Oh, you're invisible.
2: Yes. So then I get a so advantage. you
3: you'll I? have advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Advantage. Short sure bow, and then plus a one d four. Let's go,
0: Nat. Fucking twenty. Ooh, a nat twenty. 20.
5: Yeah. Wow.
1: Maybe he's not going to die. Maybe he's blessed by some weird otherworldly creature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and he has just prayed to this.
3: Alec. I feel famously crits the most. Oh, <laughs> tackles, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Josh because has critted, critted two sessions in a row. Roll, too. Oh
4: my god. That
3: and an amazing one. roll, too.
2: <laughs> Let's go! And,
3: so and Gibby with the infused strike, hold on. Yeah, and then yeah, I'm that's going free. to... Might as well <laughs> infuse the strike.
2: I'm going to infuse a strike with 1d6 lightning damage because that is
5: what We happens. don't even know what this person wants. They just showed up, tried to attack the echo, and you're just like... The, the fucking punishment passer. for that is death. So,
0: because it was a crit,
3: it's uh, 2d6. Nice. One more d6. Four. Nice. Okay. So, eight points
2: of electric damage
3: 25, as 25. Well. 25 damage.
0: Perhaps Aleg just hoped to uh, shoot this guy to scare him off or wound him enough to... You know, disincentivize him attacking you. You just sort of quick aim and shoot him, and it goes all the way down to the fletches in his neck, and he oh, falls you over You
5: fucking that guy.
0: Ooh, super dead. He's dead before he hits the fucking ground. So, oh. so Alex, so
2: you, hear, so he hears the bushes rustle. He whips up his bow, takes a quick aim. Pulls back, releases, but as he's releasing, Gibby uses his infused strike. So the the fletching is now sort of buzzing with electricity. So you hear sort of a as it flies through the air, and then you just hear the meaty thwack of the arrow against flesh.
5: I can't wait for that to completely fuck up our relations with the with the native people here.
1: Technically I know they, they attacked first.
4: bast comes out of the bushes, and she's immediately like, "Fuck! I really hope they're not important." <laughs> That is also true. God, Aleg damn. goes, Well, they
2: weren't with Mellow based on the markings on them, and they attacked us first.
4: Yeah, that doesn't mean they're not important,
1: though. <laughs> well, sucks for them. Damn. Uh, all right. Do any of us arrive at this point? Well, yeah, I, actually, yeah, well, I was
0: actually wanting to cut to uh, the rest of you.
3: It's honestly. Barely any time has
1: That
0: passed. is
3: true. Alec yeah. shot him and killed him instant <laughs> yeah. 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 after you yeah. yeah. I
5: diagnose you with dead. Man. <laughs> yeah, I
2: diagnose you with the D. What? Diabetes? No. Dead. Dead. Goodbye. <laughs>
0: Fucking dead. So you guys had stuck around for a little bit to talk to Teola and it was more than a couple rounds of combat, but like you could have mm. left pretty soon after that
3: to start Dude, following them we're probably yeah we're we're <laughs> heading in that direction yeah we
5: are now on the road
3: yeah
0: yeah let's say that you all arrive at this scene and it's been maybe a minute uh let's just assume that Eric mm-hmm. and Bast will wait that long f- for you guys or even if they started walking again you're, you can catch up to them here you guys all are
4: oh nice Little do we know, Madrigal's
1: been negotiating with those people for the past month. Dear, you never know. What has happened?
4: <laughs> Who is that? What? What is going on I, here? No, no, they
2: attacked us first out of the bushes.
1: Well.
4: We leave you yeah. people alone for two minutes. Hey, listen. It wasn't me this time, okay?
1: Well, I can obviously see that by the arrow sticking out of that man's throat. Hey, quite good aim if I do say so myself. Sure, though, I will, I behind will be echo? Oh.
4: I'm
2: impressed with myself.
5: What do we do with the body?
1: Well, first we should figure out who this person... Burn it. Well, that's not a terrible idea, but we should figure out who this person is... Do they have anything on their body? I haven't. I haven't checked it yet. I go over to inspect the body. Well, Belmore and I have can investigate. If you just go
0: over and take a good look at the body, they appear to be some kind of hunter or fighter of some kind. Um, they have a sword on them. It's sort of a scimitar-looking thing, and they have a hunting bow on them and like some some knives and tools. Anywhere where there would be metal, there's this substance that, if you can remember this far back, that Sheriff Iberia's spear was made out of.
5: Yeah! It's this, like,
0: brown, like, earthen color looking metal, but, like, with a greenish tint.
5: That shit's beautiful. I want that in real life.
0: And they have, like... They're wearing a jaguar's pelt and they have some other like clothing that's very finely made, like very like well crafted out of Mm. animal parts or plant parts. Some fairly advanced looking clothing work, but it's it's not the same as in Grockville. There's no cotton or linen and They have lots of other like spiritual or religious, you know, like baubles, things around their neck or on their body and, you know, markings and tattoos and that kind of thing. But there's nothing in similar with the symbology between what this person is wearing and anything that you've seen any of the Uthmela people or in the Uthmela town. It's like clearly and obviously different.
1: I'm going to pick up that spear that he had and look at the metal.
5: Oh, the scimitar?
1: Oh, it's a scimitar. My father was very there was a... keen on the, this kind of metal. I thought that there might be two weapons. Were there two weapons? Or was it just the scimitar?
0: Uh, there there's a bow, a scimitar, a knife. The
3: spear was what
1: Iberia had. Right.
0: The arrowheads, the scimitar, and the, kni- the knife blade are all made out of this material.
1: And I am correct in saying that uh, Zeol was very interested in harvesting this metal.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wanted He wanted yeah. you to oversee the extraction of Ibeer from Nyasar.
3: Oh, Fuck, that's oh a, shit. That's, a that's I didn't know what that meant.
1: This is very good material, apparently. Ibeer, my father called it. I will take it. <laughs> it. Perhaps it could be quite useful. What
3: is it? What does it do?
1: I'm not entirely sure. I've not worked with this metal before.
0: One thing that you do notice just by holding it is that this scimitar is a good 10 to 20% lighter than an average scimitar of its dimensions would be.
1: I'm going to walk over to a tree and grab one of its branches and just sort of slash it through to... I guess sharpness is not quite... It just depends on on how good somebody sharpens it, but... Yeah. I just want to see I how mean, good this weapon is. It's clear that the
0: metal can be sharpened to essentially a razor edge and that whoever was wielding this either personally or socially had the ability to really well sharpen and maintain a good edge like that. Mm. Hey,
3: are you are you planning on using that?
1: I am planning on melting down the metal, to maybe turning it into different projects. Why? Did you think about using something well, like
3: this? Well, you can't melt it down right now.
1: True, but when we get back to Cap, I'm intending to uh, build up a forge.
3: Do you mind if I hold on to it until then?
1: Until then, of course. And uh, when we get there, I can probably make you something a little more fit for your size. Didn't
4: he have a knife, too?
1: True. Why don't you hold on to this as well? I will also take the arrowheads... And I'll, the mask that is actually in a crown form around my head expands around it to a smooth helmet. Kind of looks like the in Thor: Dark World the helmets that the Dark Elves wear. Kind of looks like that.
0: Oof, I, One of I the only good exactly. things about that movie, yeah. the costume and design, really cool in that movie. I don't remember exactly what they with the.
1: It's a cool. Like. It's a cool design.
4: Oh, I remember. Let me
1: see if I can pull it up.
3: I've reviewed that movie. You'd think I'd remember mm-hmm. things about it. I take the uh, Gabbard for the sword off, and I'll put it onto my belt, Mm -hmm. and I want to Mm -hmm. examine the holy symbols.
0: Okay, yeah. You recognize them as, you know, religious objects. There's no, like, names or words, really. It's more just, like, general feelings about the stuff.
3: I don't know how I would know this, Uh but I'm, I'm really... I'm curious to see if any of them... Have any connection to Impesca. Hmm, okay, yeah, uh, that would be a religious check then. Do you vocalize this at all? Uh,
5: oh yeah, because Alik has that
3: super bad response to it.
1: Oh yeah,
3: no, I'm not. I'm not gonna say it. Okay,
1: because I think Keola and Alec well, had a little thing. Well, he's curious about it. It was just in his dreams. So
3: like, somebody could probably help me with this, but I think asking about I mean asking about Impesca, I feel because I'm looking for something related to Impesca. That I can't but saying that would be bad I think no so you've already gonna... said it out
2: loud to me I was just re-listening to the campaign you said it out loud to be in the stranger and we both didn't have any ill effects
1: <gasps> oh that's true I think it's only if we say it out loud which is interesting Unless um, I
4: have a random question yeah. was, that... was the native wearing any kind of mask
1: hmm good question Hmm.
0: I think they sort of have a mask that's part of the hood of their jaguar's pelt where they can. It looks like they pull down a hood and th- the face of the jaguar
3: has been made into like a mask where it has a wood backing.
1: Nice. That's
3: cool. A-lig. Hey, Leg. Hey, leg. I have a hunch that this guy possibly might have something to do with you know who.
2: You know who. Would uh, Ailik remember what she's talking yeah, about, or the newest,
3: the newest, the newest, addition the newest edition to Isohan.
2: Ailik sort of looks at you like, "What the fuck are you talking?" Oh, that. Uh, oh, uh, that. I, uh sure, go for it. Why not?
1: Okay, n- uh, now I'm gonna roll my mm-hmm. religion. While they're doing that, the mask comes into place, and. Just like old times, the mouth extends, and he just sort of shoves the arrows down into the mask.
3: I was gonna say if you wanted help, a
1: twenty-four. That, but never mind. Good rule. Nope. It's
3: very good. I got a twenty-four. Ooh, that is good.
0: You do actually. You see newer-looking symbols. Something about them has a connection to Impesca in some way. It's just like some skill of yours at interpreting signs and symbols as the will of
3: the gods. You just rec- you connect it in your mind to Impesca. Well, well, of course, it would explain why he attacked Aelig and Bast, particularly Aelig. Hmm? I think you're marked, Kiel too, maybe. Hmm. A-leg, this is not good, A-leg you guys. Aleg
2: looks oh, is, I would say, next the corpse with you
3: when this is happening. And yeah, I assume we're all we're all gathered. Yeah. up. Um,
2: so he and you, he looks up and you see an uncharacteristic snarl on his face, and he goes, "Death can earn me."
1: No, all right, like Kratos. <laughs> you all
5: right there?
3: It's a hard line, all right. It is a hard line. This guy might be the first of many, and I will slaughter them all. Let them come. And cut off and
2: Pesca's fucking tentacle last.
4: Can't you like not did say
3: Did you really name? say it? Did, you, did just, you really
2: say it? Did you just did say you? it out loud? Sure, why not? He's angry right now.
0: Fuck. Make an intelligence Ooh. saving throw. Boom! Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> ha You don't get a bonus to those?
2: No, it's a flat 20.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, take two points of psychic damage.
2: Oh. So you see him wince as he mentions and
1: but he does it
0: because he just don't care. Because I just don't fucking care.
1: Well, we can deal with one problem at a time. For now, let us get back to camp.
0: What do
5: we do about the body?
1: We leave it.
0: What do we do about the body? The jungle will take In
1: care the... of it. And the... Okay. Let us put Nature it off the side. course. Yes, let us put it on side of the road. Allow the animals to take care is. of it.
5: I like yeah, the implication bush. on this map that all of us are just standing over this dead corpse. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah
1: that's <laughs> yeah, what it <laughs> seems
3: like I to think be. that's true. <laughs> yeah, I think just that's like, very
1: true. And then in a circle, and then like, off in the
5: distance, touching.
3: Shoulder to shoulder. Oh, this guy oh. sure is dead. <laughs> Indeed.
5: Oh. I just okay. think that that's really funny.
3: Mm. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let, Let here. us make our way okay, back to camp. so Gump.
5: we put the body in the in the jungle and then go back to camp.
3: Mm.
4: Welcome we to the jungle. Put the body in the jungle and then go back to camp.
1: Did it? Did it? Did
4: it? Sorry, I just. That was a <laughs> fun seeing
1: you guys. Good. really cool. yeah, fun. I just have
4: flashbacks to lime in the coconut.
1: Put the lime in the coconut.
2: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of New World, presented by Vitamin Dice. Once again, that's V Y T A M
3: I N Dice.
0: We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making it.
1: Look out for our social media presence so you can follow this campaign. If you enjoyed the show, want to support us, and are excited for bonus content, then you should become a patron on our Patreon. Just look for Vitamin Dice.
4: And remember, 9 out of 10 doctors recommend a regular dose of Vitamin D, and the D stands for Dice.